<laughs> we just we're working and it's hot today. I mean, I'm, I'm not wasn't ready for it to be actually really warm today. So, mm-hmm. so <laughs> eighty one. Yeah. Oh man, and yeah, I got the girls out there post hole digging and everything so that we can start pouring cement and getting all the the fence in there. So it's like, yeah, not uh, not an easy <sighs> task. Not not a small. No, they're like. What? how many of these do I have to do? And I'm like, and they're like, how far is it going to go down? Two feet. Why two feet? Because the fence is six feet and the posts are eight feet. So they go two feet into the ground. Yeah. And it's like, so they don't like that at all. Yeah, and they got to get as much done as they can, you know, the rest of today and tomorrow because mm-hmm. we're supposed to thunderstorm Thursday. So that's going to be fun. Yeah, we're not going to mess up the cement and the posts exactly. and the post holes. So, yeah, <laughs> so no got to be done, done. But yeah. And it looks like, you know, we may have gotten all the, the sheeting and I may just be able to build a greenhouse with it anyways because it, the temperature did end up going back up, at least for now. Mm-hmm. So that the low is at 40 instead of dropping below that. So I'm hoping that everything will stay like that. And if it does, like, literally, that's it. I don't believe that we're going to get a freeze. Like, everybody's nice. going to say, we always say this is full spring. I, if that doesn't go down, like, if we don't get below 40, mm-hmm. we're not going to freeze randomly. It's it's getting to 80 degrees. Yeah. We're not. Yeah, those three days, the low was, be- you know, or the high was below 75. But at 60 69 and 71 it's not really it's just one day Mm -hmm. low is 44 high was 60 and then the next day low is 40 high 69 i just i don't people are so stuck on the whole you can't can't plant anything outside until these days and everything and Mm -hmm. i'm just like i i'm like i said i'm going to wait on my hot peppers because i know those things don't like being outside in the cold same thing for like the cucumbers zucchini i'm not going to risk that because they won't like those cold nights Mm mm-hmm but once I stop seeing it drop below, you know, 45, I, that's it. I don't care anymore. Can it I, could be early March and I'm going to be like, ah, got all my things out. And <laughs> so. Anna, her brain, she's got a great book brain, but she saw the four by fours, the two by fours, the pressure treated two by fours and a hundred and twenty five fence pickets. And it's like, oh, we're making more planter boxes. Uh, How many planters? Well, I mean, we think joking about, you know, we're building some for the school mm-hmm. and we're going to keep building more for me. So they keep, you know, I, I mean, I appreciate the like, you know, she was just kind of building more planters. Like it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. I, it's obvious she doesn't care that much. Like the girls are like, oh, work. She's like, build planters. I'd rather do this. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So I just I think it's funny. They're the difference in priorities in them. <laughs> it's it's just cute yeah but it's like but also it, yeah bro <laughs> she we've been talking about it for the last several months you know and it was like mm, i haven't quite maxed out this credit card and we need to get this fence up so let's because i just i don't trust anybody anymore yeah, no um, we're gonna last last night woman? um you know the neighbor we don't like um there the last two nights i should say I've been seeing that that fifth wheel, they're just, they're not even hiding it anymore. Yeah, they have music playing mm-hmm. again. And yeah. then I was like, really? We're doing this again? Yeah. It, why? In the in the fifth wheel, like booming out of the friggin' fifth wheel and its lights are on and we drove around to the front and just saw it. And it's like, you know what? I don't want you being able to see in my yard. I yeah, really don't. I don't I, like the fact that that window is right there <sighs> and they can see over into our damn yard. Yep. And I'm like pissed off about that. So I have an idea on how to... Uh, deal with that so i'm going to uh 
probably be implementing it soon. So, because I just don't want to see them. Like, I don't want to see you. I want nothing to do with you. You want to put something there that's going to put a window over? Yeah, no problem. Found out the ordinance says we can't have a fence that tall. But guess what? Mm, there, plants can grow that. So I'm thinking about a juniper wall there. So, because I just don't want to see them. I period. understand. It's so, extremely um, frustrating. You know, yeah, so... That's what I'm looking at there. I'm glad. Oh, oh yeah. And I'm glad that we had because one of the things that we did for the the privacy fence, I'm glad we put those bricks. We, you know, we put the bricks in the ground Mm -hmm. so that dogs wouldn't just be able to dig, dig, dig and go underneath it. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. Their dog's been digging on that side and trying to find a spot. It's all brick. And I know they're trying to go for the damn chickens. It's like "Mm, if your dogs come over and go for the chickens, I'm killing your dogs. Like, it's, it's that simple. I'm not even going to waste my time. I'm going to sit there and say, you got your video camera running? Bam. I'm going to shoot the dogs. Because you're letting them do it. And those dogs are suffering right now. And yeah, I will be putting them out of their misery. They're always whining, mm-hmm. dude. Whining, barking, and just strained. And it's like, I don't know how they get away with it. It's like, it, they're, they're violating the law. I'm just sick of them. Mm-hmm. I'm just sick no, as of soon them. As, it, as soon as it gets to that point, and mm-hmm. I, I hate to be that person, but as soon as it gets to that point of being... 100 degrees again in mm-hmm. the day and those dogs are still out there probably like usual i'm, I'm calling the police on them yeah because that it. if it's it's literally it, it's a city ordinance out here mm-hmm. that if it's if it's below a certain temperature or above a certain temperature and the dog does not have adequate water source yeah. does not have people checking on it a certain amount of times in a day and it doesn't get to come inside after a certain level of heat mm-hmm. then you, you they get taken from them and then if they're already on the property and they see everything else and they start it's just the things will get ticked off you know like a checklist they'll go crazy yeah. being able to get to that house with an actual reason so and the rumor and it would make sense given how damaged he was was that Blue was actually raised for fighting and is gone. Yeah, I refuse to call him Blue. His name is Ziggy. Fine. Ziggy was raised for fighting and is gone. So, you know, that's... I just don't like him. Just, I just do not like him. Like, I, I'm like, mm, good fences make good neighbors, but not when some asshat puts a fifth wheel or the window's just overshadowing your house. It's like, okay. So I'm kind of wondering how high I can make the chicken coop. <laughs> right there you know it's like there you go i don't want to see you you want to put that there no problem so it'd be funny if we did put a chicken coop like tall like that because chickens mm-hmm. actually like it, i think it's so funny i have like four or five different people that are on my gardening instagram that i that i follow mm-hmm. that their chickens they don't let like they don't have a coop they just have nesting boxes for them and they sleep in trees that's they crazy. roost well, and sleep in trees. They probably also have better hawk control or fewer hawks than we do. So, but I don't know. Th- that no, that's, that's why crazy. they sleep in trees because they don't see them if they're in the trees. Hmm. Not they don't have white chickens or like yellow chickens. They have mm-hmm. brown chickens, and they are perfectly fine. They are perfectly hidden in the trees. And I was like, what? That is so weird. Like yeah. apparently that's a full instinct. They just they just roost in the trees. <laughs> and I thought that was so weird. It's like for yeah. you know thinking about it. Like you know, and also I found out another weird thing. People apparently clip their chickens' wings. 
for the sake of them not flying. And I'm like, chickens don't even fly that high. How low are your fences for your chickens? More importantly, how little are you feeding your chickens that they can actually get some height? Because I got some plumpers in the back. <laughs> you know, they literally, I let them go and like sugar, like sugar's our big plumper, right? Sugar, full flap doesn't get six feet away from me. Yeah, you she, know? she chunky. Yeah, she, <laughs> well, she happy being chunky. Oh, she yeah. never eats enough to her. Yeah, it's oh funny. no, we take her out when we turn over the logs and everything in the backyard and she's just like, oh! <gasps> <laughs> she's so happy about yeah. that so but yeah no she's she's uh she our girl you know but they're all you know i think all the chickens are just they're realizing like hey this is actually pretty good and then once we yeah. get the fence up and we don't have to rely on the electric fence i want to we still have to figure out where amy's got the power on that thing so we can disconnect it i know, shorten we up know the where lines. it is oh, okay good so because yeah i want to before we obviously get too far on the fence we have to (laughs) cut the power to that and then get that there shorten up the line and then i'm i don't i'm not going to put a fence on the side because i'm just going to go as far out as i can to just kind of be like look just stay away i like i just don't want to see you guys that's all there is to it you know i we we aren't the same people and she was trying to say that like she's like oh yeah you know we're 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 very similar i'm like "Mm." no we are not no (laughs) you see what we're doing in the backyard you see what you're doing in the backyard like yeah we have some mess i 100 percent guarantee you we have some mess but it's not mess that stays there for longer than oh they love the archway she she gave one of those oh wow you should build something like that for me (laughs) i was like like I, it's so weird to me. Like she, it's not like they have a bad backyard too. Like no, they, they have do, one of those. They yeah, can do stuff with they it. They have one of those backyards that, like, I see so much potential with it. But they would but rather park cars there. Yeah. So that's, and that's no what it is. They're they're parking all those cars there, and then they're wondering, oh wow, you can't really grow a lot of stuff here. And she wants to lay out grass there in that whole area and everything else. And I'm like, you have to do a lot of treatments like, for yeah. that soil if you want to do that. Yeah, no, and running and, it over with car. And then she sits there and talks to me about her boyfriend and he, you know, all the stuff that he is and everything. I saw him. He got tired walking from his truck to their front door. You know, it's like, no, buddy. No, we are. No, I'm not. I am not going to be friends with somebody who. I sit there and say, yeah, I'm going to the gym. And he's like, oh, I go to the gym because that's where the vending, good vending machines are. You know, people like that, like I people like that blow me away when I see them, you know, drinking sports drinks <laughs> while sitting in their backyard, you know, yeah. sweating. And, and it's like and I and I always wonder why they even go outside sometimes because like people like that are the people that go outside and bring a box fan out. Yeah. You know, and it's like, OK. And you know what? And yes, we we are hedona non victor. We let people live however they want to live, but it doesn't mean we're not going to be critical of it. They can live <laughs> however they want. To they, sit if there and tell them, them happy, how they should live, right? It's up to them. But but we can just look at it and go, you know what? Not for me. <laughs> we're not going to be friends. They they bought a riding mower that they sold like a few days later because they couldn't make it work. She's got a trailer back there that she sold, and apparently the people brought it back, and she had to give them back the money because it's back there now. And she was telling me, it's like, hey, if I was interested in a trailer, you know, $300, but she doesn't have the title or anything. I'm like, no, not, not, no, because, because if you don't have a title, you can put in for a lost title on something like that. Right. But if you don't have any way to prove it's yours, I give you two, 300 bucks and then I have to give it back to the original owner and I have to fix it up to be able to legally drive it. 
mm-hmm. and then give it back to the original owner? No, I'm not going to do that crap. So yeah, no. So it's just like, it, there's nothing. I'd rather take I'm, my boat off the trailer and then you know use our strong trees to hoist up my boat and then use the the boat trailer to do stuff if I really want to do things like that. But I don't. So. So yeah, though we just there's so many things mm-hmm. <laughs> that our our neighbors are you know starting to become an issue <laughs> and even the, it's so frustrating because the one guy that's right behind us is like so sweet he's selling. and he's so nice and mm-hmm. he's yeah he's fixing up the house i know it's because he's selling it but it's mm-hmm. like he's making it look so nice no he's doing a really good job and he, he and i actually had a nice like 20 minute conversation without her um because he was just appreciative of the fence and he's like i think your property line is right i said i know my property line is right i'm like literally if you look the stake is on your side people we come had it, out and it. market right and she had some greasy little you know uh guy who apparently now she doesn't even want to talk to which and is ridiculous because contact. i saw him there again yeah they they had him there again talking to him about more of the random trees on, mm-hmm. their, on the other side mm-hmm. i was just like <laughs> and and he was okay. trying to tell me where my property line was and i'm like dude I'm going to trust the city of Palestine and the Azair over you. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, we're not going to play this game. So, and he's, and he's you know, because he's just trying to get her extra land. And, like, shut up, dude. She's renting. She's not even an owner. Yeah. You know, she's renting it. It's, it's, it's like two bedrooms, one bath, and there's six people there. You know, so it's like, I, yeah, I don't even no. want to hear that. So, anyway, before I get too salty... <laughs> Welcome to the Afternoon Dive on the Stupid Podcast on Everything, where I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we talk about everything. And nothing. All at the same time by two people who just can't call well enough alone. We have to keep working. Oh, man. So today we get to talk about relationship advice. Uh, normally we would talk about uh, marketing lies and, and things like that. But I, I'll, you know, just real quick let you know. The biggest thing is like when you sit there and you go to a website and you see a bunch of online reviews for the website... Do yourself a favor, and I tell people this all the time, and I do this, and I find so many scammy websites. And number one, if you're a business that that buys reviews or has somebody build your stuff with scammy reviews, you know, just so you know, you're going to get caught. And I, I tell people this all the time. There's two things that you can utilize. Number one is called the Wayback Machine. So you can go and look at the age of a website. And you can look and see where the website was a year ago, two years ago, whatever it was. But you can also go to whois.net and you can take a look at the age of the website. There's so many when you're on Facebook and those, oh my gosh, you can buy 10 pounds of king crab legs for, you know, $10 a pound, free mm-hmm. shipping and da 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 And then you go to the website and it's like, and they'll tell you something like, we're going out of business. It's always a big one or... You know, or, or, oh, you know, we, we, we're overstocked. And so our loss is your gain. And no, it's never the way it works ever because seafood does freeze just fine. So <laughs> no. Um, and it's like, and you go and look at the age of the website after you look at the reviews and you'll see a review from six months ago. Best crab I ever had in my life. And they'll say verified purchase by James D. You know, you'll see the first uh-huh. the first name, last initial. But then you go and you look and the website's age is like two months old. Yep. So it's like, you know, and that's that's what you do. You do who is dot net. If you see a website is two months old, like I've got one right now that's literally it's it's for an Intel Evo right laptop for $29 and I'm looking at this right now and just I'm like no no it no it's not and so oh it's got the i7 in in it it's got 16 gigs of ram and it's like $29 no phone number 
reviews. I got one. One of the reviews. Um, it literally says, wow, I couldn't believe this was a real thing, but I took the chance on it and it's great. I've had it now for two weeks and it, and I can't wait to, to buy more. Okay. And so I go to the website, I go to whois.net, and I go and I look it up and, oh, and this review is, okay. So this review is from, what is that? January 19th, right? Mm -hmm. So January 19th. And when I go to the who is the creation date on this website, you ready? Huh. January 23rd. <laughs> so, you know, this isn't necessarily, these aren't marketing light. Well, I mean, it's, it's marketing. It's marketing from a scam site. And these sites come up, they want, oh, we use PayPal. And they tell you that, oh, it's going to take four to six weeks for your delivery to happen. But then they delay out your delivery. And then it takes that six weeks because that's how long it takes for PayPal to go, mm, sorry, can't refund your money. So, you know, just know these are scams. These are businesses that this is what they do. They're in Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist, every social media. I've even seen them on TikTok. I've reported them, flagged them. And, you know, TikTok seems to be like, mm, they I, maybe I care. You know, it's like they get flagged enough. But but that's just that's just there. So so watch out for those, you know, because those those are going to get you. And I don't like anybody's money being taken by by scammers. And then uh, we have our neighborhood scammer who got arrested and uh Found out he was arrested for an outstanding warrant for a failure to appear because literally creating a public disturbance. He was um, out yelling at people in the middle of the street and they arrested him. So and then he decided that he didn't have to show up to court and they gave him a failure to appear. And uh, now he's in jail. So he's not homeless anymore. Yay. Good for him. <laughs> But he was never homeless. He would literally go out and just beg enough money to get go to the cheap cheap hotel. Found out which one it was. It's actually the Palestine X Hotel. So glad we've never slept in that one. Um, and we go over and they have an agreement with him. He's got his own room. So, you know, he goes over there, gets enough money for that, and gets alcohol on his way there from the gas station that's right there on the corner. And, you know, so... Uh, it's sad to say this, but m the majority of these people who are quote unquote homeless out there begging, um, they're not, and they're scam artists. Don't do it. They're, if they tell you they're vets, then ask them why they don't, when was the last time they went to the VA? Ask them what their MOS is. Ask where they went to basic. Ask where they went to AIT. Ask, ask the questions that they should know. Really, what did you do? Where were you stationed? Where did you, were you deployed? Where were you deployed to? You know, and just, just start, you can find out the holes in their stories because and you'd just rather don't give, give them money. Yeah. Get, if there, if there's an issue that they have, Ask if there's something you can help out with in particular. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, I need, you know, blankets for my kids. or so, Okay, then I will buy you blankets. How many right. do you need? Where are your kids? Yeah, like, it's just things. Well, yeah, but things like that. You know, if you're if you're hungry, I will go buy you some food mm -hmm. and then bring you food. Because half the time, watch, they'll, oh, well, I just, well, my, you know, my kids are picky eaters and, you know, they won't eat that. So, you know, you should just give me money instead. Like, they, they will give you all sorts of excuses. Mm -hmm. There are so many different stories. Oh, I have allergies. This is my favorite one. Literally, I was like, oh, what are you allergic to? Oh, a lot of things. Oh, tell me. Tell I'll me what you're allergic to. I'll, 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 I'll get it for you. I'll go home and cook you something. Like, mm -hmm. literally, they watch how quickly they mm -hmm. back, you know, they, they backpedal on their story and there's uh, changing details. And because, like, if they had some serious food allergy, why didn't they tell you before that? Right. Like, it's just, it, you don't see those things. They don't put that on the sign. No, no, they don't, you know, you like, don't go up to hey, them. Hey, I'm going to get you something to eat. Okay, please, nothing with peanuts in it. Yeah, like, that's okay. not what happens. Like, literally. No, <laughs> so. it's like you go bring them a Wendy's bag and they're like, oh, I can't, you know, or, or they'll say thank you and they'll put it down next to them. And then the moment they get the chance, they just throw it away because they don't care. Yeah. So, 
So yeah, and it's like, and I always have, I always have the same question because I didn't understand it when I was homeless. You know, how do homeless people afford cigarettes? Mm-hmm. I couldn't afford them when they were five bucks a pack. You know, it's like, and and, and the cheapy ones were you know three dollars a pack. You know what three dollars was to me? Three dollars was like eight packs of Top Ramen. <laughs> you know, and it's like, oh yeah, what did you do? Eat it dry yes 100 percent ate it dry you know did whatever it took but i didn't eat for 35 days i went i went without eating and it was like and only time that i spent money was water you know and it wasn't bottled water it was literally went to 7-eleven which was there's a 7-eleven in vallejo and because there's a couple of them uh there was 7-eleven and i would literally go to the 7-eleven and just get a cup of water and it cost me 25 cents and I would find a quarter. I mean, that was it was that easy. I could find a quarter and, you know, in a search for the day and just go in there and get myself a big cup of water. So but, you know, that's that's where I'm at just as far as the marketing scams and everything else. You know, they are marketing scams. Technically, just just watch yourself. You know, don't feel guilty or bad about asking questions. Listen, you know, um, I was never active. I was just a reservist. And I tell people that all the time. They're like, oh, hey, thanks for your service. Like, I was just a reserves. You know, at, at Lowe's, I, it's like, you know, Amy has her DD-214. And they're like, yeah, you're her spouse, so you get that on there. And then they went and switched my name over on it. And I was like, why did you switch my name? Well, because you guys have different last names. And so your card has your name on it. Hers has it, hers. And we're just not going to worry about it. Yeah, but I was just a reservist. And they're like, that's okay. You're still a spouse of it. And, and so, like, every now and then they'll be like, oh, thanks for your service. And I'm like, ah, oh, not me. <laughs> spouse you know and it's like because i was never deployed i mean it was a reserves position i'm not i wasn't running something that was deployed as a reservist so um running i was, wasn't enrolled <laughs> so but um ask the questions because l- let me tell you something if somebody is is homeless and desperate enough to really need your help they'll be happy to answer your questions they say oh I, I you know i don't want money i need work okay cool find work for them Say, okay, really? Do you really want to work? And you know what? They Half the time they'll be like, no. Or I had one literally when we were back in Sacramento um, over there by where the, the truck stop was closest to the house mm-hmm. um, that you come out of the office depot and Costco right there. And there was there, there was the couple that was right there next to the Wendy's. And I was like, hey, you guys need work. You guys, because it literally said we'll work for food, right? And I said, look, I, I, I need some landscaping work done in the back. We've got a gardener working on his like, And he literally told me F off. And I was like, I- I'm sorry. Do you, do you want to say it? I mean, I just what got so full of anger right there. I was like, do you, do you want to say that again? I got out of I got out of my car and and he was like, no, man, I just I, I don't need your help. I don't need your charity. Then why the hell are you here? Because that's exactly charity. So. Yeah. Anyway, let's go on to relationship advice. I'm sure that you've got, you know, nice, happy relationships going on here. Um, it wouldn't be advice if it was happy relationships. Oh, no, no. no it's all, I, I, love, I love my spouse. They're so awesome. How can I, you know, just make their day more great? No. <sighs> Damn. So this one is from Arf slash Confession. Okay. And it is titled... I manipulated my current friend group into existence. <sighs> so, 
When I was 15, I was very insecure and lonely. I did have friends, and they were nice too, but it was always clear that I was an afterthought. Sometimes they'd include me last minute for things they planned in advance. They'd often say the four of us when we were in f- with five. They had lots of inside jokes I wasn't a part of, etc. Do not get me wrong, they were always very lovely, and I never got the impression that they were mean to me behind my back, but it always felt like they had to actively remember I was there. Fed up with being lonely, I decided to search for a friend of on my own. At first, I contacted an old friend of mine. We had pretty similar interests, personalities, and he also gave off the semi-lonely vibe, so I figured, why not? It took us almost a year to become good friends, but after that, we finally really hit it off, and I'd call him my current best friend. Looking back, it's kind of weird things even worked out, because reading old messages, I was borderline harassing him. Even though I had him, I wasn't satisfied after a while. I liked my friend, but I wanted a group of friends to feel at home with. Thus started one of the weirdest periods in my life where I was just recruiting people in the weirdest ways. The first one was an old elementary school classmate of mine. I stalked his social media and realized that he had grown to become pretty similar in terms of fashion and music taste. To have an excuse to meet up, I sent him a message asking him if he would be down to be interviewed for a school project regarding the atmosphere in my former classrooms. The twist? The project didn't even exist. I made it all up. During the interview, I dropped some hints regarding things I knew he liked, and from there, we kicked things off. I've never told him it was a fake interview, and as far as he's concerned, it's still true to this day. The second one was someone from my school who regularly sat alone. I stumbled upon his art account, and he often drew characters from shows I liked, so I had to become friends with him. Instead of approaching him, like a normal human being would, I put myself in situations where I'd coincidentally have a reason to talk to him. Eventually, it worked out, though. Next one was also someone from my school, and she is someone I surprisingly just met pretty normally. She was the new girl in class, and things clicked between us. Last one was this girl that worked at my part-time job. The problem was that I worked every Saturday and sometimes during the breaks. Uh, Meanwhile, I had no idea what her schedule was. So what did 16-year-old me do? I casually asked my boss to change my schedule to match hers. It was terrible. Got me working on some random Tuesdays after school. Looking back, he probably thought I had a crush on her and wanted to help me out, but I'm still shocked he didn't find my request strange. From there, I asked her to hang out outside of work sometimes and boom. From there, I strategically introduced everyone to each other one by one, and eventually the group kind of took shape. I love them with all my heart, and these people are some of the best things that had ever happened to me. They're the most loving, supportive, awesome, and funniest group that I'd ever had. Sadly, I still have some underlying guilt since I kind of deceived most of them. It especially hits me when one of them says something along the lines of, Isn't it crazy we all ended up together? Because I know it wasn't a coincidence. But I can't just reply, Actually, I harassed, set up, fake interviews, stalked, and manipulated y'all to be my friends. Oh, almost forgot to mention that I literally... uh, That I made literal mind maps on how to introduce y'all to each other to optimize the chances of creating this group. Other times, I feel like I give myself too much credit, because if they didn't vibe with each other, this group wouldn't have existed Mm -hmm. anyways. I could try to force it as much as I want, but to make it last, they obviously need to like each other. Either way, this guilt feeling eats me up inside, even though this has been about six to seven years ago. I wish I had approached things differently. You want to go or you want me to go? You can go. Okay, no, you know what? Look, there... (sighs) Manipulation is a thing, and there's bad manipulation. There's good manipulation, right? You can you, manipulation can be used to motivate people and and to get thing to get things done. Um, and that's, I mean, seriously, you tell you tell my daughters, hey, get that stuff done. We got a treat for you afterwards. I don't tell them what the treat is, but they get get it done. You know, and the treat afterwards is probably something I would have done. You know, if they did a half of the job or whatever it is. But you know, you're not manipulating to. You weren't ever manipulating people to change how they feel or think about you you weren't doing it for something other than probably what you're guilty of the most you know that you you should be accused for 
is wanting friends who liked you for you, you know, and, and I say that as somebody who literally that's, that's what I had around me. And I've had that around me. I, I, you know, in high school, I had my core group of friends and they were great friends and they didn't always like each other, you know, because the dynamic was so different, but they all liked me so much that we all would hang out and they would all get along. I mean, literally all of them would have their things where they would get along with each other in college, you know, no, didn't have that. But when we, when got, got older, started hanging out in business groups and those kinds of things, you know, I, I, I would do the same thing. I wanted to be friends with the people that were the people I would like to be with. And so, you know, worked my way in there. And so when people sat there and they would be like, you know, I'm glad that we all met, you know, by chance at that golf tournament and got paired up. And I'll be like, yeah, me too. I'm like, I did ask her to pair us. And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, no. I mean, my friend Jerry, that was exactly what, what happened. It was like we were business colleagues, you know, saw each other like once a year. And it was like, and then we had a golf tournament coming up. And I said, you know, hey, uh, can you put me with Jerry? And it's like, you know, he's a better golfer than I am by, by far, but I love, yeah, they, he has a spot up in, in his team. So it was like, perfect. So put me in there and that got me into, you know, getting to know their business and everything else there. It's like, but I wasn't there because I wanted to infiltrate his business. I was there because I wanted to build a friendship with that guy and he was successful. It was somebody that I wanted to get to know, you know, type situation. So I don't think you've done anything wrong. I think you need to kind of maybe not overthink how great you were in, in, in implementing it. You can only meet people, make people meet each other. You can't make people like each other. Mm. You had your ex-girlfriend and you wanted her and I to get along because I was your boyfriend and she's your girlfriend. And you know, I was like, I was nice to her, but she just didn't like me and I just didn't care, you know? And it was like, and I know that bummed you out because you wanted that relationship to be there and that friendship to be there. And it just, it, it didn't work out that way, but you weren't trying to manipulate it. You couldn't, you literally had us meet and tried to try. Heck, I went over there to get my haircut from her, you know, let her put sharp objects near my head, you know, and it just, it just didn't work out. So it was like, okay. And that's just, that's not manipulation. You want to have, you want people in the garden group. You want more friends from the garden group to be friends that are your age. You want people that are, you know, that you get to meet. That's, that's not, it's not manipulation. You know, you can think, well, Hey, I want to hang out with them. Yeah. But what if you'd gotten that schedule with her, with that, with that other girl and you ended up hating her. Right. Like, no, for OP, OP, you know, set up the like, uh, Oh yeah. Hey, give me the her, give me her shift. So we have the same shift. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, and if you guys would have ended up not getting along, then what? Right. So it's like, no, you wanted to see if you got along, you got along. And then you just, you were like, Hey, I want to try this and coordinate this. I'm about ready to do this with a fishing trip. It's not, you know, it's not a bad thing. Getting to getting people in a circle and getting to meet people who actually admire you for you is never a bad thing unless you're doing it because you all, you want them all to focus on you, not each other. So that's my, not my take on it. <laughs> I don't have much different to say i mean as somebody that literally doesn't have friends and also dealt with the same thing of well i didn't have any friends i had all my true friends it was the same thing in school mm -hmm. i i didn't none of my friends were my friends i honestly i think that you're you know a better person than i was because i just sat there and dealt with the abuse of nobody really caring about me and you know constantly doing what the mental effect that had on me until i finally just left school i it, you know i 
I wish that I would have decided to get out there and do something outside of school and meet people that didn't go to my school and, you know, become friends with people mm-hmm. that, you know, I hadn't known for the last three, four years because it did, it, it destroyed everything that I, you know, was cared about and loved and wanted to do and all my interests and everything just to try to make myself more like these people that, you know, so that they would want to be around me instead of, mm-hmm. you know, finding people that enjoyed me. And it's still hard for me to this day that I change and do things and I, you know, mimic other people's, you know, personalities to make them like me instead of just having people like me for the way that I am. I still feel like for I I have a terrible imposter syndrome um, and I still like always feel like I, you know, am not me half the time. Like I I swear it took me a good year being of being with you before I was finally Mm -hmm. just me and wasn't doing all these other things or copying Nikki's personality or the girl's personalities or Amy's personality or doing these things because you saw this girl on TikTok that was funny and so trying to do like I literally I'm finally now just doing things that I like Mm -hmm. and not being so afraid that you're just going to not like me for it (laughs) because I'm finally getting to a point where I realize like okay you like me I can just be me Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it's it's yeah i i wish i would have learned that a lot sooner and would have found people that just you know did enjoy my presence and hanging out with me because i i would have totally done the same thing if i had the balls to actually go get a job and meet people and have you know different areas of my life and connect with old friends legitimately instead of just saying hey you know and you know just wanted to see how you're doing actually you know asking to meet up for a drink or you know coffee tea boba whatever it was Mm -hmm. like i didn't do any of that i just sat there and was like man everybody else is doing so much better than me man everybody else has these groups of friends nobody wants to be friends with me and just dealt with it so i don't see this as you know even if you consider it manipulation it just it brings back that that really deep question of you know if you're doing evil for good purposes does it is it still evil or is it good (laughs) because it's just yeah it 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 is something that is so hard for people to understand because some people can't get past that the act is evil mm-hmm. and other people are like okay but you're doing it for the sake of something being really good so it doesn't matter what you did as long as the outcome was great so it's just it's it really is up for other people's interpretation mm-hmm. and if the guilt is eating you up i would honestly say it's, tell them Sit there and tell them because if you guys are good friends and it's been six to seven years, I yeah. doubt anybody's gonna sit there and be like, "Ah, how could you? I hate this. I could my life." They would have been like, "Really? That's hilarious, man. That's funny." And probably had a new appreciation for you, and then also felt bad that that was the reason why, and then just you know gotten over it. Like it wouldn't have been mm-hmm. that big of a deal. You guys probably have a good heartfelt you know moment, and then that'd be it. <laughs> because yeah. if you guys are that good of friends, they're not gonna care. Because they're going to go, man, you know what? It was a little fucked up what you did, but outcome was great, and I love all of you guys, so I don't care. <laughs> yeah, seriously. That's how friends are. That's what true friends are. And if you truly believe they are your true friends, they, they won't care. Mm-hmm. They may be a little upset that it was an original thing that you did, but at the end of the day, they're probably, they probably don't even look at it the way that you're looking at it. They probably go, <laughs> so you lied about that assignment? That's funny i totally right? thought or like, i would be, be like, flattered you know what? i would I, honestly i'd be yeah, flattered just, as hell like if so it was just, me yeah i i don't think that you i don't think you should be being you should, i don't think you should be beating yourself up over that so so yeah that's that one <laughs> um okay so this next one um is from is from relationship advice um and all of these are throwaway accounts 
So, okay. um, this one, this one is, <laughs> this one is an interesting read and, uh, hits a little close to home. It's okay. I, 39 male, resent my 38 female stay at home wife. My wife has been a stay-at-home mom for the past 14 years. She went back to work last year, 2022. At the beginning of this year, 2023, she decided to reduce her hours, and I said, fine, do whatever you need to do. Well, she reduced her hours to zero. Last I checked, zero hours meant that you quit your job, but what do I know? She tells me she has a job. At the same time, my wife decided to diagnose herself with depression. Not depression, but depression. She refuses to even say it right. She also decides (sighs) to completely stop driving due to her anxiety. So to say I was blindsided was an understatement. We did the couples counseling for a few years prior to COVID and things were good. Now when I say you might want to get back into therapy, she made it clear it doesn't work and that I need therapy since I'm an asshole. In the middle of all this, she made it clear that I didn't do anything at home and that I needed to step up at home. Well, I was working from home, but since COVID is now over, I am back in the office and out of the house 10 to 12 hours a day. I find it hard to do laundry or take the kids to school from my desk. I also do not have the privilege of getting the kids on the bus at 8 a.m. and to be home to get them off the bus at 3. I made it clear I can support the morning, but not the afternoon, and I found out she wants me home both sides now. So yeah, my wife has anxiety stopping her from driving. She has depression she refuses to get help for. She has a job that she now works zero hours a week, and somehow I need to do more work at home to make her happy. I really tried to talk to her about this, but she just chooses to change the subject to how her job is harder than yours and men don't do enough for her around the house. I even got forced to do all the food shopping since she won't leave the house. So I go to Walmart twice a week and it is five minutes from the house. I drive the kids to all the programs she signed them up for and I cook dinner four nights a week. I feel taken advantage of by someone who doesn't understand that doing laundry twice a week isn't a 30000 a year job. Yes, she puts the kids on the bus, but now that she reduced her hours to zero, I get told she has a job and takes care of the house and kids on her own. So can I forcibly get her to get a different job? This entire I can't drive with anxiety, but help does not do help and is driving me mad. Honestly, I'm ready to make my job zero hours since work keeps getting in the way of everything I need to do with the house. Unfortunately, my kids like food and my wife loves the internet. So if I quit, the merry-go-round stops. <sighs> okay. If your hours are zero, you don't have a job. End yeah, of, that was end of what story. <laughs> if if you are if your hours are zero and you don't drive and your job's not remote or satellite, you don't have a job. Uh-huh. If you're at home doing nothing and you want your spouse to do everything, you don't have a relationship. Nope. You know? Um my wife and I had a dynamic shift in everything and it came down to because of my blood pressure, which even though I'm losing weight, my blood pressure is still through the roof. And so my wife's out on the road and I'm at home and I'm fixing up the house and I'm, I'm restoring the house and I'm doing everything I can here. Now there was a period of time where my wife wasn't and it sucks to me to not be the one out making the actual money. But, you know, that's what a partnership is. I'm at home. She doesn't have to raise our daughters. Our daughters now have better grades than they've ever had before. Uh, she doesn't have to clean the house. The house is cleaner than it's ever been before. She doesn't have to worry about restoring the house. The house is in much better shape with much more windows opening with much, you know, with many things looking so much better that we were even talking about what, you know, doing wainscoting and the, on the foyer up the stairway because it's something that you love. And so the house is literally getting work done. I work 
every day. Plus I'm doing this podcast and I'm doing the marketing and I'm doing all the other stuff behind it. And I'm the one who's helping find her loads right now. And I'm doing everything else that's there. I can't imagine somebody trying to tell you you're in a relationship when they're not contributing anything. Mm -hmm. And I OP, I would literally encourage you to go to her and say, what are you contributing? What are you doing? This is a partnership and this isn't the partner I married. You know, this is not this is not the person that I that I agreed to have a relationship with. This is some lazy ass, you know, spoiled brat who thinks that my job is to go out and their job is to spend all the money that I make. I'm like, OK, you know what? Cut off the Internet at home. Do it. Yeah. You what literally you have you have admin that bill paid then yeah. she can get more admin hours rights. at work. Turn it off. You can you can set up with most carriers, you can set up with your you with your router and if you have your own server or anything else, you can set it up so your internet only works certain times a day. Or literally turn it on, change the passwords and everything on it because she's not you're not there to do everything while she sits at home. That wasn't the relationship you guys came into. Now, if that is the relationship you guys came into, then that's a different thing. You know, I would be I was absolutely happy just to to work and drive for everybody. Right. I was happy to give everybody anything that you needed whenever you needed it and everything else, as long as I could act active and openly do it. Right. And it's like, but you got jobs, you you got you learn trades, you did all the things that you that you you're doing. And it's like if you woke up tomorrow and you're like, hey, you know what? And we've actually had that at one point. You're like, mm, I'm not going to do this anymore. And it's like, OK, then what are you going to do? I don't know. It's like, no, that's not going to work. And then you realize, hey, you know what? That's kind of toxic thinking. So, but what you've got is that living at home. So I, I would, I would be, I'd be calling the shots, calling the plays. I would literally be like, hey, this, this is, I, don't be afraid of confrontation. What's she going to say? I don't want to do this stuff anymore. Okay. I'm going to quit too. So yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I just I first have to just point out this because everybody everybody is laughing about the whole depression thing mm-hmm. like I what <laughs> I can understand how that would irritate you and so everybody's like the the depression part made me laugh and somebody responded to that and said I said it out loud when I read it and instantly understood why it annoys OP so much and OP responded to that and said she will randomly curl curl up in a ball on the couch and cry just to cry then say I wish things were different my favorite part is when she tells me if you really loved me you would never have let me stay home with the kids now I don't know how to process that but at least she's trying to tell me that that's what's wrong so it's just like I I, I don't <laughs> Mm -hmm. it is so clearly she needs help and clearly this is not like a she needs help because she has depression she needs help because she's trying to get some level of attention that she is missing somewhere that she feels this is the way that she's gonna get it and is becoming spoiled and she needs help in the matter of an actual mental screening and figuring out what is actually going on because that's not normal Mm -hmm. i'm sorry people with depression don't do that I, I have depression. I, I have days where I go, yeah. you know what? I need to tell you that I'm just, I, I don't know what's wrong. I am just sad. And I don't, I know there's no reason for it. I don't know what's wrong. I don't know what's happening. Same thing with my anxiety. I'm just having anxiety. I have dread. I have like whatever it is. Can I have a hug? I'm just going to be, you know, locked away in my room. Just till I, you know, write it out, whatever. Because that's how it is. Mm-hmm. 
that doesn't mean that for an entire three weeks I just stop doing things and tell everybody else that, you know, they're doing everything else wrong and that, you know, if they're not getting it done, that it's just horrendous and you should be doing everything and all the things, you know, go, what, go, you should be, you should have never let me have this garden. You should be doing it. Like, I couldn't imagine saying things mm-hmm. like that because that's what the equivalent is for us is if I just decided, you know, I wish things were different. I wish that you never came home. I wish that, you know, you you should just be the one taking care of the garden and the girls and all the things and, you know, cleaning the house and making the bread. And like, I, what? Like, I just, mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine those things being things that I, like, legitimately felt. So I don't believe it. I don't believe that's what it is. I believe there's something else going on. And you have two options. You can either endure it and figure out ways to try to get her back up on her feet. And, you know, like the way you were saying, start turning the Wi-Fi off. Just shut it off. Mm-hmm. What's she going to do? If she wants it done, then she can be the one to pay for it. She yeah. can be the one to go and, you know, do all the things. If take all her anxiety, you know, okay, well, then she can take her butt over there and drive her butt over there and figure something out. Like, mm-hmm. so it's just, you know, if you want to eat, start putting locks on things. What's she going to do? Well, you're hungry. Oh, then you can go drive over to the store and get some, you know, groceries that are actually yeah. for you. Look, like, if, I just. If, so, if this so, is all real for her. You're enabling it, and it's not its not helping her at mm-hmm. all. So, you know, so you it, it was the same thing with you. It's like... You can leave is mm-hmm. what, it, <laughs> what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and like like you, we've gotten to that point where, you know, it was like yesterday you were feeling anxious, and you didn't know why you were feeling anxious. And I was like, well, you got to push through it. You're at that point. Go get yourself busy. Do what you got to do to push and get out of it. And it wasn't easy, but it's something that you need to be able to do. And it's like, otherwise be like, okay, well, you know, it's okay. Come here, sit down, you know, go through your anxiety and and just, but that doesn't help you get past it because I used to have anxiety all the time. I mean, I get it now just making, wanting to make sure that all of our bills, none of our bills are behind and I got to do everything I can. And now I got to take a look and see what our bill is for, for the power and all this other stuff. And it's like, you know what? No, no, just and I just push through it and I get through it so that I can come out on the other side. And that's, that's the same thing that you're, you know, that with you and what you're doing and OP, if, if, if it's a genuine thing, okay, maybe it's a genuine thing. I'll give the benefit of the doubt, but letting her sit at home and just enabling it doesn't make it better. You it's, it's giving somebody who's grossly diabetic and overweight and can't move Twinkies. You know, I, you, you know, I, I watch these people was like my 600 pound life, my 800 pound life. Right. And I see these people and it's like, who's doing your shopping? Nobody That's what I want. Their know. parents or one of their parents. Right. Just no, nope, because I'm going to tell you right now, I'm coming back with lettuce. <laughs> like if anybody got to that, OK, I'm coming back with lettuce. Here you go. You want it's your like, Twinkies? Get your butt up and go get them. Mm-hmm. If you want me to do the things for you, you can't be picky about what I'm doing for you. So. Right. Well, yeah. I don't, I don't like lettuce. Okay, well then I guess you get to get skinny. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's that one. Um, this one is uh from relationship advice. Mm-hmm. It's titled, "My sister, twenty-seven female, catfished my boyfriend, twenty-five male, and caught him, quote unquote, cheating." Okay. <laughs> so last week, my sister made a fake Snapchat account pretending to be another woman in order to do a loyalty test on my boyfriend. I never asked her to do this, and I would never want her to. My boyfriend and I have been together for a year, and we've had a healthy relationship up until now. 
She added him and he messaged her first. She was sending him fake pictures and my boyfriend was saying things like, you're adorable and implying that they should hook up sometime on the low. I messaged my boyfriend the next morning saying that it was a fake account. He claimed that he already knew it was fake and he thought it was one of his buddies pranking him. He said he would never cheat on me or invite a stranger to his house for a meaningless hookup. I don't know if I really believe that. I feel like I'm being pulled in two different directions. My sister is calling me dumb, saying I have no respect for myself staying with a cheater. On the other hand, I never asked her to bring this drama into my relationship, but she's acting like she did me a favor. I don't know what or who to believe in this situation, as I already have serious trust issues. I don't want to believe he would cheat on me, given the opportunity, but now I have all of these doubts. See, I would think it... Okay, I gotta go to both sides of this. Number one, I would think it was one of my friends doing that, because it's the kind of crap my friends would do. But would you message them first? No, I would never have messaged them first. And that's, that's the that's big, kinda, like, like... That's, that's the kinda, big sit, like... That's uh, the rub, right? It's yeah. like... He messaged them first. Mm. That's that's where I have a hard time because like no because if I if it was me doing that to one of my friends, I would be the one messaging them to screw with them. Right? That's mm-hmm. not making the first move. I mean, every every month on Facebook, I get some real hot picture that never passes the Google uh, reverse image search um, of somebody wanting to be friends with me and get to know me because I seem like such an interesting individual. And I'm like, mm, let me do a search. No. And, and plus, and then I'm like, no, I'm good. I, I'm, I'm not interested, but thank you so much. You know, <laughs> it's like, and, or I just ignore them, you know, but I would never like get one of those requests and be like, Hey, what are you doing tonight? Hot stuff. You know, like, Oh man. Like, and then say, Oh, I thought it was a friend of mine. Oh, mm, no. I still like, it's still one of those things that I feel like it really depends on how much, you know, your person because right. if i ever saw messages of you sending somebody else and you used the term hot stuff oh you know i was I messing like, with them yeah what the f- <laughs> like what are you what are you doing <laughs> so i just i i don't know i just yeah there you should you you ha- if you know him then you know him if you don't then mm-hmm. you know if you're questioning it but you you have to think about it logically. If this is something that he has never done before, there's no, you know, he's never said anything like this, done anything like this. He's assuring you because he thought it was a friend messing with him. I can understand that side of it. See, like, oh, man, this random thing, added, you know, random account added me. Like, oh, hey, because I get that all the time. People, people, first of all, people will add me on Snapchat and then when I accept their request and then they message me and go, who is this? And I'm like... You added me. How am I? What? Mm-hmm. What is this? <laughs> like, so I can understand like that aspect of like added her back and then was like, you know, hey, what's up? Who is this? Like, what? A, who are you? And then kept going. And then she decided to keep that part out of it and mm-hmm. be like, oh, well, he messaged me first. Like, I, I don't know. No, no matter what, your sister is horrendous because that what? Who? who what? Like, yeah, no, like who's, who told her it was her responsibility? She's only two years older than you, so it's not even like she's, like, significant age gap and she's just looking out for you. It's not like you're, you know, freshly 18 and just, like, Mm -hmm. out in the world in a relationship with an older guy kind of thing. You're literally, you're 25, your boyfriend's 25, she's 27, and she decided that she was, like, that sounds more like she's upset about something and it's just trying to cause drama because there's not enough in her life. Mm -hmm. Because who does that? Who does that? (laughs) So it's just... Yeah, no, I don't like the situation altogether. If you feel like you know your boyfriend, then you know your boyfriend. Stay cautious, but it, I, do, I don't think it's anything that's like 
it, I don't think it's that big of a, a, a deal. It's your sister did something stupid. That's not worth mm-hmm. you losing your head over. And she can call you dumb for staying in a relationship with a cheater. Who's it to be her interpretation if she, it wasn't cheating? Yeah. So I, whatever. <laughs> well, I just honestly think she's stupid for like cutting it off so short because like, what if, you know, she came over and then things, you know, like what, you know, like I just, if she really wanted to catch him for cheating, she would have went all the way through. Like she wouldn't have just done things online and been like, look, see, he was inviting me over because like he probably, cause if he did know I, I'd call the bluff too. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh really? Yeah. You want to, you want to hang out? Yeah, sure. Come over. Come on, I want to see what you look like. I want to see if you're real. Because mm-hmm. then if it's all, uh, 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 well, you know, I can't. You got to do these things. And, you know, I, I just can't just, like, show up. Why not? Because if he was, you know, if he was messing with her, that would have been the full extent of it. So yeah. I wonder how far she actually took it. Because if she got to that point of, like, he was just saying, like, yeah, come over. Because, like, what if that if that's his side of it? Mm-hmm. Being like, no, he was calling her bluff. He was messing around. He was trying to figure out who it was. Mm-hmm. I would I believe that so it's just you know you know him more than any stranger online is going to and you know your sister more than any stranger online if your sister does shit like this all the time mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't believe well, I mean I get people that you know try to add me on snapchat all the time and it's like and I haven't added any of them but I would mess with I would, like if somebody adds me the first thing I'm gonna be like is hey who are you you know, and it's like, and I and I used to do that on on Facebook and like other social media, like, oh, who are you? Oh, I just want to get to know you. And then it's like, okay, mm, then I'm just done with that. But if I if I was to suspect that it was a friend or something like that, honestly, I would be like, hey, I think I'm getting catfished here. I just think somebody's playing around or, or marking a joke. You know, I mean, I don't know. It it just sounds number one, yeah, the sister. What the hell? Like, that's the kind of, you know what that is? That's the kind of nosy ass people that are like, hey, you know, my life is miserable and I need to make your life miserable too. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to, and I'm going to show you that your man isn't great. You probably said something about how great your man was and she didn't like it. So she was out to prove you wrong. I I would, I'd have way too many questions about it to to sit there and, and anything else as far as loyalty test you want to you want to do a loyalty test great put an apple air tag on his car in the story ask well, him how you can't even do was. that anymore yeah that's true <laughs> it'll tell you don't mm-hmm. do that guys it literally if, if he has an iphone if you have an iphone or whoever you're trying to make sure they're not doing other things has an iphone and mm-hmm. that air tag is following them around it'll tell you on your iphone there's an unknown air tag following you around yeah which is good because there have been way too many things that you know you're better just many... use find my anyways or well, yeah. and, and and have your friends and on that's there. literally what it comes down to mm-hmm. if it's ever just like oh well i don't trust this i don't know okay well you know it's just the situation made me uneasy mm-hmm. is it okay if we just share our location all the time whatever da, 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 da. And like because if he has nothing to hide then it really yeah. is like yeah, sure like the only time fine. i turn it off is when i don't want you to see where i'm at because i'm doing something because it's cute or special you know it's like yes aside from that it's like yeah don't don't there's 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 nothing there and and that's the other thing i would ask it's like okay what is he doing is he, what's he hiding from you you know i the one thing i've never understood is when couples it, look you want to know my biggest red flag when it comes to relationships is somebody won't give you their phone passcode yeah, that's that is I, really like, weird. They they'll unlock it for you and let you look at it, but they won't give you the passcode. And it's like, huh. That's the kind of stuff that I don't like and I don't trust. Like 
since you've known me, you've known my phone passcode. Yeah. You know, you know well, all. Yeah, of my... but everybody knows your phone passcode. <laughs> yeah, but that's because I have nothing to hide. You know, and it's like, and what am I going to? Why wouldn't I let you look at it? I will say, why? What do you not? What do you need? It's like, oh, I I sent you a message, but when I have my old phone, I want to see if the picture's still on there. Oh, okay, yeah, no big deal. Or it's like, you know, you can literally say, I want to go through your messages. I'd be like, okay, go for it. I don't care you can grab any of my ipads any of my phones <laughs> or my mac and and literally have all of my information i could care less and you know? even then the biggest thing is that the trust is there so we literally don't need to mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's no there's no part of it that makes it like oh man you know i gotta gotta look and see what's going on who are you talking to mm-hmm. what are you doing like i I don't I don't care it's, if something was starting to happen you would you can't first of all you can't keep your mouth shut <laughs> so right. it's hard for you to even keep surprises as surprises you constantly almost slip all the time so I think it's like hilarious it's like if you were ever doing something like that you would not be able to keep it a secret Mm-mm. and the same goes for me I talk too much I would be talk talk talking and let something slip you'd be like wait a second what's that and I'd be like uh <laughs> like it would it would never it would never happen I just yeah no so when I see people that have relationships like this where it's like we're we've only been together for three and a half years and that's how we are mm-hmm. so for these people that are in seven eight nine ten year relationships and it's like yeah no we don't do these things we don't go through each other's phones we don't do that. I'm like what really how mm-hmm. do you have and like I understand privacy is a thing we respect each other's privacy and there's a difference between being secretive and respecting privacy we can go through each other's stuff whenever we want to mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean we do mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's still a level of privacy like I I don't need to so it's just yeah I don't know I just don't I don't I don't get it if you know your boyfriend and you know he wouldn't do something like that don't don't let your sister come in and start ruining with a relationship that was already good right because she look and and what she tells you is going to be tainted in one way or another you know oh he messaged me first did he see it you added him (laughs) so it's just yeah and then he was like oh who's this and and maybe he was like no, you know, you again, what if he did a Google reverse image search and was like, Psh, there's a little look, you know, or she used somebody. She used Ariana Grande. He's not going to figure out that that's fake. Yeah, we have no idea the context of what went through his head mm-hmm. and what she actually did in her sense of catfishing her. You mm-hmm. know, So it's just, yeah, no. So, yeah, those are those are our relationship advice things. <laughs> yeah, no, with that, you know, it's it's just. Know that if if there isn't trust in your relationship, if you have trust, well, let me phrase that. If you have trust in your relationship, don't let other people cause a distrust. There's there's healthy things like if somebody's sitting there going, hey, you know what? You keep talking about the fact that he's gone and that he's got these business trips, but his job doesn't know that he's got business trips. I'll I'll, I'll tell you this. There was when I worked at uh, FEMA. And there was one of the other guys that worked um, a couple of desks over from me and found out that he was telling his wife he was going out on business trips. Right. And then we we had a company picnic, you know, because we had just finished the Midwest flood and we were we were all just kind of relaxing and unwinding. His wife was sitting there talking and and she came over and was talking to the group that I was in. She's like, you know, I just don't like all the business trips you guys go on. And I was like, nobody in our, and I literally looked at her straight in her face, opened my eyes as wide as I could and went, nobody in our department goes on business trips. 
and I just stared at her and she's just like, I saw the process going on in her head. Cause it's like, oh, I didn't like this guy anyways, but even if I did like him, I wouldn't like him after that point. Yeah. You know? So, so I literally said that to her and, and he would, oh man, the next day he was at work. He was so mad. Which of you guys, you know, told my wife that we don't have business trips and you, you, you guys know we have, you know, sometimes we have to do the extra work on the weekend. I just call those business trips and somebody told my wife and I just looked at him. I went, yeah, it was me because we don't have business trips. And I, I remember that his name was Reggie. And it was like, we don't have business trips, Reggie. Our department is here. It's a home-based department. We don't work on weekends. The only the only three people that work on weekends are me, Marilee, and, and Cynthia sometimes. I'm like, that's it. And he just stared at me and quit like the next day. He was gone. So, you know, don't cheat. don't And don't expect other people to lie for you if you're going to. Because that's just not going to happen. Especially, no, I'm just never going to do it. I don't care. My best friend in the world could do that, and I'd be like, I'm mm, not going to save your ass. So, and with that, thanks for joining us on the Afternoon Dive on the Stupid Podcast on Everything, where I've been Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we just want to say peace out with your peace out. Bye.